Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Goal Achievers, welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. This is your host, Hal Elrod. And today I'm bringing on a guest host, I guess. He's not really hosting. He's delivering a phenomenal training. And that is my good friend and chief miracle worker here at Miracle Morning. That is Chip Franks. If you don't know Chip, he has spoken on the same stages events with Tony Robbins, Peter Diamandis, Lewis Howes, Damon John, and Simon Sinek. Chip has read, you ready for this? Over one thousand books. He really is a prolific learner. He is a podcast junkie and a consummate student of life with mentors such as Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn, Henry David Thoreau, Seneca, and Joseph Campbell. He's unlike anyone I've ever met. He's one of my favorite people in the world. In fact, I call him my soul brother. He wrote the book himself also. He wrote a book called Life Lessons from Dad, 101 Ways to Get More from Life from Someone Who Loves You. And uh, I asked him to record a deep dive on the practice of scribing. If you're a Miracle Morning practitioner, you know that is the final S in the SAVERS acronym, scribing, which is a pretentious word. As my good friend J.P. Sears says, (laughs) uh, he says it with a smile, a pretentious word for writing or a fancy word for writing. And uh, Chip, you'll notice in the picture from the artwork, if you saw that today, he journals every day and the man can write. Boy, can he write. In fact, his book, Life Lessons from Dad, I think is 700 and something words. He's really our, our chief copywriter as well here at Miracle Morning. So you're about to learn scribing from Chip. He's going to teach you 10 strategies or tips to take your scribing or journaling, whatever you want to call it, your practice to the next level and beyond. And again, you're about to learn from arguably someone who I think is the most prolific learner that I've ever met personally and one of the most prolific scribers that I've ever met personally. Before Chip comes on, I do want to tell you, today's episode is brought to you by the Best Year Ever Blueprint live experience. And if you are not familiar with the Best Year Ever Blueprint, that is one live event, the only live event that I have ever put on, that I put on every year with my good friend, John Berghoff. And it is happening this December 13th through 15th in San Diego, California. We do it every December, every year. Uh, This will be our sixth one, I believe. And it really is unlike any event you've ever been to. And go to the website and get details, watch videos, and grab your tickets. BestYearEverLive.com is the site. Again, BestYearEverLive.com is the website. And check it out. It really Unlike any other event, most events that I've been to, I listen to speakers and I take notes. And while there's value in that, I believe that the the value ultimately is not in what you learn, but it's in what you live. And that's what we do differently at Best Year Ever Live, is rather than you just learning a bunch of stuff that you could you know, find in a book or on the internet or on this podcast, right? It's about what you experience. It's helping you tap into your greatest strengths, your deepest inner wisdom, and then get really clear not only on what you want, but what's holding you back. And then real time while you're there, having a group of 
400 plus like-minded members of our community that are being led through the same process that you're led through to facilitate rapid growth and transformation so that when you leave the event, you literally are a different person. You are a better version of who you were when you arrived. So most events, you go, you get a bunch of information, and you leave kind of the same as you were when you arrived, but with a lot more information, like 10 pages of notes. Our event is very different. It's designed for you to experience that transformation and seeing what the better version, the best version of yourself looks like and experiencing that version of you while you're there so that when you leave, you don't just know what you need to do to create the best year of your life, but you literally have emerged. You've tapped into the best version of yourself that is capable of creating that life. So again, I think the words I just said, don't do it justice. But if you go to bestyoureverlive.com, there are still some tickets left. And you're going to be hearing about the event between now and December. I mean, it is, you know, we just opened up ticket sales a few weeks ago. And uh, I think we have 280 or 330. I actually don't know the number, but we've got quite a few hundred tickets already sold and there's still some left. So hopefully you can join me and John Burgoff and uh, our community in San Diego in December. And now without any further ado, the one, the only, I call him Chipperoni, <laughs> my good friend and chief miracle worker, Chip Franks. Well, hello, goal achievers. No, your ears do not deceive you. This is not Hal Elrod. This is actually Chip Franks. And before you click stop in disgust because it's not how coming to you this week. I think we're going to have something that's very, very valuable for you. Now, again, my name is Chip Franks. I am actually Hal's chief miracle worker. And this week, we're going to do something that's a little bit different. Now, Hal was actually out for a little while. He had some migraines, wasn't feeling as good as he normally does. So I get to fill in today. And I'm going to try and give you something very, very valuable. Now, obviously, on most of these podcasts, We have fantastic guests that talk with you about achieving your goals and getting more done in life. But today is going to be a little bit different. Now, today is actually going to be more of a training or a tutorial, and I think it's going to help make your life better. And it's all about the second S in the savers. Of course, you know savers, or you should know savers if you're listening to this. It's from Hal's book, The Miracle Morning, and the savers stand for silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and the second S, which we're going to talk all about today, scribing, which of course is a fancy word for journaling, but the acronym SAVERGE just doesn't have this, the, quite the same ring to it. So we're going to call it scribing. And today, by the time that you finish this, I, I'm hoping that this actual podcast, this particular Achieve Your Goals podcast is going to be a resource for you. So you can come back to it. You can listen to it again and again and pick up some things and try some new things and enhance your scribing practice. Because I promise you, once you start journaling and journaling intently and having these wonderful, profound conversations with yourself, then you're not going to go back. I mean, this is just fantastic. And just a quick little bit about me. I met Hal a few years ago at the Genius Network. I was running a real estate company, my real estate company at the time, and I've since sold it after having a stroke. And that's another <laughs> another story altogether. But 
Hal approached me and said, hey, would you like to work with me and join me in this grand, wonderful purpose of elevating the consciousness of humanity one person at a time? And honestly, I wasn't that uh, thrilled about having a boss because I hadn't had one for 23, 24 years, but I realized that was just my ego talking. And now I get to help Hal every day increase his business and, uh, and help people, people that uh, like you get to listen to this podcast and in our Miracle Morning community on Facebook. And if you're not there, please get there. It is uh, an awesome, wonderful group, but just uh, look for the Miracle Morning community on Facebook and check that out because there is so much encouragement, so much inspiration, so many posts and things that can yeah, give your techniques for savers a, a big boost. And uh, really, it's just a fantastic place to be. And it's quite different than the rest of social media and the landscape there in that it's encouraging and it's positive and it's wonderful. So I encourage you to be there. And of course, that's uh, it's my job to help that community and make it valuable for people, just like I intend to make this podcast available for you. Now, I did sell my real estate companies. I'm helping Hal with this. I built up a company that at the height of it had 30 people in it, was pretty financially successful, but it's, it wasn't for me either. And now getting to help Hal is just like a dream come true. So this is great. And I have actually written a book, Life Lessons from Dad, and I've gotten a chance to speak on some of the same stages uh, at events with people like Tony Robbins, Peter Diamandis, Damon John, that kind of thing. So I've been able to do that. And I was even hired by Amazon to come in and uh, speak to and train about 100 of their managers. So that's kind of my background on this. And more importantly to you right now, I am a voracious journaler. I love journaling. It's just been such a big part of my life. And uh, to give you an idea, I'm, I'm going to post a picture of this on, on the resources page, on the webpage that we go through with this. But I go through about a 200 to 20, 250 page journal each and every month. And that sounds like a lot. And actually, if you look at it, because I've been doing it for several years now, if you look at it, it looks intimidating. But honestly, I don't think I spend more than 15 minutes a day journaling. And it's just been so good for my practice of, of life. And I'm going to share that with you. So by the time you're finished with this podcast, you're going to have 10 methods of journaling. So when you're staring at that blank sheet of paper during your scribing practice, during your miracle morning, or if you just do journaling just by itself, I, I'll submit to you that I think it is the most important self-development exercise there is. Now I'll get into that and why I think that is a little bit later here. But hopefully just by the end of this, you're going to have those techniques down. You're going to try some of them in your own life. And I think that we all know if we hear something and it sounds great, still nothing changes unless we change. And hopefully when you hear this, you'll be inspired to change some behavior if you're not journaling and to give it a shot. That's all we ask. You know, I'm a marketing guy. And we like to test things. We, we see if it works. And if it works, we continue. And if it doesn't work, we discontinue. So I would at least encourage you. And if you're listening to this right now and you say, hey, some of this makes sense, I'm going to give it a try. If you can just make that commitment that if this makes sense, you're going to give it a shot, then your life can be changed. Yes, through a single podcast.
So that is what's going to happen. We are going to help your life through journaling. Now, just real quickly, before I get started on this, I wanted to tell you about something that Hal and I are working on, and it is called the Miracle Year Mentorship. And it is where Hal will actually meet and give you lessons each and every week on achieving your best life possible, your best year possible, and changing things. And we go over things like how to have your best miracle morning sessions ever, how to make that routine and regular. And one of the very first things, actually, I should say this first, that we go through is how to actually do things that you don't want to do and get really consistent in your practices for making your life better. And I'm excited about that because we surveyed and got over 4,000 responses from the Miracle Morning community. And the biggest problem that most people have, and maybe you relate to this, I know I, I do at certain times, is that we know what to do, but we don't always do it. And Hal is a master at doing things he doesn't want to do. I mean, he is amazing. And going over some of the techniques that he shares with doing that, honestly, it is life-changing. But if you want to hear from Hal each and every week, and it's very inexpensive, if you're interested in that, just sign up for the waiting list. And if you can uh, just write this down real quick, it is the miraclelifementorship.com. And if you get there, there's a question or two that you answer and then put in your email address and you will join the wait list for as soon as that is released. And you'll get to know about it and see if it's something that you would like. If it's not, completely cool, but I promise it's going to be exceptional. So I'm excited about that. So now, Let's get into journaling real quick and start to give you some value out of this. But first, I mean, why do we even journal? You know, and I, I want to go over this with you, and I, I want to share at least what it means to me, and maybe some of this will ring true for you. And here's the thing, journaling and actually writing down my ideas and writing down my days and the things that happen to it, it is a record of my life. Now, one of my core beliefs is that all life is precious, and especially yours and mine. When we talk about this, if your life is precious and you really believe that, then you want to, you're going to want to keep a, a record of that and just uh, know what's going on in your life. And journaling does that for me. And now it's also, maybe this is the, the biggest thing, it's a conversation that I get to have with myself. And it takes all of these thoughts that are whirling around in your brain. And if you're like me, you've had some issues with anxiety or overwhelm or thinking of all the things that are going on in your life. And what journaling does for me is it allows me to get all of that crazy stuff out of my head in the deep, dark recesses of my mind, and I get to drag it out into the light of day on paper. And there's something special about when you write something down, when you write out a conversation with yourself, you become an objective third party that gets to look at that and make decisions based on it. And now just uh, real quick, I'll, I'll talk about this, is that when you do that, you're able to give advice for friends sometimes and just fantastic, wonderful advice. And sometimes you look at yourself and you're like, oh my gosh, that was great what I just said. But uh, you aren't able to do it for yourself sometimes. I know that's, that happens with me. But what journaling does is it just gets you to be Gosh, it makes it really objective for you so you can look at your life, you can think about your thinking, uh, which is really wonderful, and have those objective conversations with yourself. And then it's also a refuge for me. 
It's a place where I can completely let down all of my guard. I can be myself and not worry about uh, what society thinks or what anyone else thinks. But again, it's just me. And uh, I really love that. It's also a creation ground. And uh, one of my mentors, one of Hal's mentors, Jim Rohn, says that nothing, like the magic things when, when nothing turns into something. He talks about that a lot. And for me, that's when an idea starts to take shape and it starts to manifest and realize itself in real life. And for me, that's what happens with journaling because the seed of an idea that nothing that starts in our brain, when it gets written down into paper, it's that magic moment when that nothing starts to become something. And one of the greatest feelings in life is when an idea comes to realization, a worthy, wonderful idea that helps other people, an enterprise, a book, something, a change in your life. And all of that takes place in the pages of journaling. So that is why I love journaling. And actually, I'm going to flip the page right now because everything that I'm saying right now has been outlined in my journal. So that's what I I want to do. And then lastly, I'm just going to say this real quickly. It's also a place for my goals. And if you are a goal-directed individual, and I think that you are, if you're listening to a podcast called Achieve Your Goals, then journaling is what's for you. But whether or not you journal or you don't journal, what I'm about to give you is going to give you some good information, some new techniques, some different things that you can try as a journaler. So here is what we're going to do. We're going to get started, and I am going to give you 10 techniques, and I'll number them 1 through 10 so you can come back and reference them, and they will also be on the page notes on Hal's webpage. So we'll put that in here, and if you go to halelrod.com and look for the podcast, actually make that miraclemorning.com, and you go to podcast on that, you click podcast, you will see this page. It's uh, for this week. And you can use it as a reference here. And now each of these techniques is going to help you overcome that blank page fear. And that is just when you open your journal and it's time to write something and you're like, I have no idea what to write. And that is completely cool. But this is something that can help you with that. So number one, we're going to go technique number one is what I call the Dear Diary. And this is what most people consider to be journaling. And what it is, is just a daily record of what you're doing each day, what you've done. And then I I think what's more important about that is to write what you feel about that. What's in your soul about it? What observations do you have or things that you learn from that particular day? And just get that out of your head and get it down on a piece of paper. And by piece of paper, I mean your journal. So write that out and just elaborate on it and just go to town. Today I did this and then I did this. And you know what? Maybe I should have done this, but I didn't do it. And this is how I feel about it. And here's what I'm going to do to make it better in the future. You know, just have that conversation like you're talking with a friend about it and make it as useful as you can. And I I love this idea because it's easy. Most people can get it and you can just start writing down everything. And just what I had mentioned earlier about the journal being a record of your life, that's when it happens is by doing this technique, the Dear Diary. So that is technique number one. And I think most people get a good idea of how that works. So I'm not going to go too deeply into that. 
technique number two. Now this one, <laughs> honestly, it has changed my life. So technique number two is the daily appreciation. And what I do with this, I actually do this twice a day and it's been fantastic for me, but I would recommend that you can do this uh, just once a day. And I would generally recommend it probably in the morning if I had to pick one of the two, although I do it at morning and nights and they're both very, very important. But the daily appreciation is where you write out three to five things that you actively appreciate for the day. And now you may say that sounds something like a gratitude journal, and it is, but I prefer the term daily active appreciation. And let me just explain that real quickly. Gratitude to me is something that's a little passive and that comes to you. And you might say to yourself, wow, that is a fantastic sunset. That's so beautiful. How could I not appreciate that? And that is passive. That's something coming to you that you just happen to be grateful for, that you appreciate with that. Now, what I recommend is going out and actively appreciating something else. And I got this from uh, two of my mentors, Jesse Elder and Dan Sullivan. I want to give them credit for it. They like the word appreciation better than gratitude. And I do too. Whereas gratitude is passive, appreciation and active appreciation is proactive. So this technique is where you go out and you actively appreciate the things in your life. And I like to do three to five things. And here's uh, just a quick take on how I do it. And of course, you can do it however you want to, obviously. It's your journal. It's your life. But what I like to do is write down something very profound that I appreciate first. And that can be the opportunity in this life or the fact that we have a body and it's breathing. And for the most part, it is sound and it is a vehicle for our dreams and that we're getting to experience life. I remember waking up one morning and hearing my wife breathing and just being so grateful that she is in this world and she is alive. And that to me is something very profound. And also with my son, I, the other day I got to just stare in his face while he was sleeping. And for those of you parents out there, seeing your kids sleeping is one of the most peaceful, wonderful things in the world. And I got to just take a moment and just deeply cherish that. And what's wonderful is I got to cherish it again in my journal. And that is the, the first thing that I do is I list something very profound that we can be grateful for. And now, the next thing I usually choose is something that I could usually take for granted that is in my life. And unless we have a practice like this where we journal the things that we appreciate deeply, those little things can just be taken for granted. And some examples of this, I remembered one morning just turning on hot water and having hot water on demand. And what a blessing that is. I mean, seriously, even the kings of old that owned everything in the world at the time didn't have hot, warm water or plumbing that brought it to them every day. But we do. Even the people that are in poverty generally have this in our first world world. So that's something that's amazing. Or the engineers. I thought about the engineers that make my tires safe when it's, uh, when it's wet outside and keep my family safe. Or the engineers that make the car doors that I have. When I close my door, it's just a really solid sound feeling when it closes. And I know that I'm safe because some engineers went to school, took the time, did the math, and studied hard and applied it to make it into my car door, which keeps me safe. 
you know, and things like that that just really that you could take for granted otherwise. So that is the the next thing that I do. And then the third thing, and this one, this is really to my way of thinking, and please write this one down because I, I think it's so important, is I appreciate an obstacle or a challenge in my life. Now, most of us don't like challenges. We don't like obstacles, and we have kind of a fearful relationship with them. But what I try and do is each and every day is write down my biggest challenge or obstacle. And it doesn't have to be the biggest challenge or obstacle, but something that's in my life that I wouldn't normally appreciate. And I find ways to appreciate that. And to me, this is, again, where you ace life, where things get better. And when you can look at life and say, you know what, I'm happy that this obstacle is happening. I'm happy that I'm facing this challenge because of the person it makes of me to overcome that challenge. Wow. I mean, when you get that, it just changes life tremendously. And when you do it every day and you write this down every day, it can change your life tremendously. And those are the first three things, the big profound things, something I take for granted, and then an obstacle. And then the next two things can vary for me. And I try and do five every morning. I recommend not doing more than that. Uh, three to five is just fine. But if you tend, if you do more, then it sets the bar kind of high and you might find that it's a chore rather than something you look forward to. But I also put down people that I really appreciate that are in my life and why I appreciate them. And oftentimes I'll share it with them later in the day and it just makes us both happy. It's pretty wonderful. But if you think about that, think about the people and then also events, things that have happened in your life and things that are going to happen in your life. Now, the future things, it's a little weird to already be appreciative and grateful for those, but I love to do that because uh, there's no need to delay the joy in it. Like I know my family and I are going to Maui again next year, and it was just such a wonderful vacation. And I got to write down today that we're going to Maui and looking forward to that and how great it's going to be. And there's no need to delay the joy in that. And then, of course, things that have happened in your past, uh, things that you want to remember or times that you just want to bring to mind, write it out and you can put any kind of thing in there that reminds you of it. But those are all the kinds of things that I put on my daily appreciation list. And it's a fantastic use of your journal. And just what I find too, is that when you appreciate like that, one, you're happier, obviously. I mean, it's tough to be anxious or fearful when you're doing gratitude like that. And in fact, my mentor told me that it is impossible to be anxious or fearful in the same head at the same time that you have gratitude. So think about that. That's one. And then two, it kind of puts up my appreciation antenna for the day where I appreciate things throughout the day a lot better. So that is technique number two, the daily appreciation list. Technique number three, the great day exercise. Now, this is something that uh, I, I got from the five-minute journal. I'll talk a little bit more about that here soon. But I write down what would make today an amazing day. And uh, I just go through and I figure out some of the things that would make it amazing, some of the things that I can do. It's a little bit of an idea session uh, where I can brainstorm a little bit on ways to make today amazing, ways to connect with people more or set an intention. And that's fantastic. And usually. I try and write down three of those things that will make my day amazing, which is pretty wonderful. And if you can imagine, 
if you do that each and every day, especially if you're not doing anything like it, how much better your days get just by taking that technique and writing it down on paper. So it's pretty wonderful there. So technique number four, and this one's a little bit related to the great day exercise, but I love this one. And this is one that I got from Benjamin Franklin. And he had a question and I love this. And he had, uh, he says, how will I be today? And I call it the daily intention and I write it down. How will I be today? Because if you think about this, we all seem to have to-do lists, you know, things that we have to do and those weigh on our minds. You know, they, uh, they tell us what we have to do. They, um, you know, and, and we're often, you know, subscribing to someone else's agenda for our day and, and writing those things off. But even if we have a to-do list, we seldom have a to-be list. And that's what this is. So I write down my intention for the day. I write down, how will I be today? And when you do that, think about it for yourself. How would you be today? Like if you could just write the perfect script for how you show up today, what would that look like? Would you be brave and courageous? Would you be funny? Would you be mesmerizing? Would you be hilarious or goal-oriented or effective or dollar-productive or a light for other people to see or a refuge of kindness? I mean, those are all things. And what's really great about that is we get to script our own behavior with this technique. And it's something I, I've fallen in love with. And I am a much better person because I do that. And this is one of my very consistent practices and techniques that I use in my journal each and every day. And I think it makes me a better person. So I'd encourage you to try technique number four, which is the daily intention of how will I be today? So now, technique number five. Being as this is Achieve Your Goals podcast, we can't get away from this one. Technique number five is my want list. And that is what I want in my life. It's writing it out. It is uh, getting very clear and specific on your goals and just writing out the top three to five things that you want in your life right now and getting as clear as you can on it, making it visceral and something that you can feel. And the beautiful thing about that is, when you write it down, it becomes part of you and your subconscious will go to work on it. It will work its magic and help make that something you realize in your own life. And some people call it manifestation, but this is where you write your goals and the script for your entire life is written out. And I remember I learned this one from Brian Tracy a long time ago and Something that he does is just writes down the, the top five thing he wants in his life. And he doesn't check his notes from before. It's just a running, rolling list that he does each and every day to keep his mind focused on the future and what's happening. And of course, when you do that, unseen forces will come to your aid to make those a reality in your life. So I love that. So technique number five, what I want. Now, technique number six, I'm excited to share this with you. And if you've never done this one, this one is very powerful. Uh, it can literally change your course in life and get you to do things that you haven't done before and give you clarity on what you want your life to look like in the future. And it's called the perfect day exercise. And I heard this one again from Jesse Elder, but uh, I think other people have talked about it as well. But the perfect day exercise goes like this. You write down in your journal 
exactly what your perfect day would look like from the moment you wake up in the morning, your eyes open to the time your eyes close at night. And you can have anything in it. There are no rules to this. I mean, if you want mansions and yachts and private jets in it, that's completely fine. If you want relationships in it, if you want your kids being close to you and you're just being happy, or for me, wow, mine was uh, renting an Italian villa near Florence, doing my miracle morning in the morning and running as the sun was coming up and being in fantastic shape and uh, then taking my family into the town where my son and I went to the, the wonderful museums and my ladies all went shopping in the fine Italian places. And then we got back together again and uh, I worked for a little bit and I got to look at my computer and see emails of people saying, you've changed my life. You've helped so much. And then later that night, going uh, into our plane and going to England to give a speech. And, and I had no idea. I mean, that's just something that that kind of popped out of my subconscious that, that I thought would be a perfect day. So I wrote it down. And honestly, that helped change my career and what I want to do with it. So I just encourage you to do that and get as specific as you can, things that smell, you know, write down what you smell, what you hear, what you see, the things that you're going to have to eat and what you're doing with your time and who you're doing it with. I mean, this is such a powerful exercise. And the cool thing about this is it's really fun. So I don't do it real often. I, I probably do this about twice a year. But you want to set aside, you know, 30 minutes to an hour or so and just have a date with yourself and your journal and your dreams. And it is so much fun to do. And that is technique number six, the perfect day exercise. Now, I'm hoping now, are, are you getting something out of this? Uh, I'm hoping that you're saying, gosh, this is great stuff. And you want to come back to this and use it as a reference or actually what's even better is getting your own journal out and writing these down for yourself. Because when you write it down, there is something very special that happens uh, with you and your memory on that, and it will truly help you and you will remember it. So if you haven't been taking notes on this, hopefully you're in a place where you could do that. I often listen to this while I'm driving, so I'd have to come back to it. But uh, obviously, this is your podcast. You get to do what you would like with it on your end. So I hope that helps. So let's get to number seven, technique number seven in the scribing practice the problem solver. Now, this one is wonderful. You've got problems. I've got problems. We've all got problems. If we have a pulse and we are a human being, there is some kind of problem in our life. Now, the thing about problems is that they tend to sit on your soul and they fester in the dark recesses of our mind and our heart, and they just get worse and worse and worse, and they produce anxiety and fear and Somewhere in the back of us, we just have like the worst case scenario playing out in our head at all times. And most of the time, those things don't come true. And the worst case scenario doesn't happen. And even if they do happen, it's usually not all that bad. But here's what this exercise does, the problem solver. What you want to do is get that beautiful, wonderful journal of yours, get a nice pen and write down in as much detail as you can the problem that you're having write down and get it all out. I mean, just everything. Get it to the point where the whole world is going to explode and write it out on paper. And what you're going to find with this is a few things. Is One is that you're going to feel a sense of relief because it's not 
weighing on your soul. It's actually in your journal. And your journal has broad shoulders. Your journal can handle it. It can take it. And you're getting very specific about the problem. And the cool thing about human beings is when we ask a question or if we issue a problem, our magnificent minds just go to work on solving it. And it gets better and better. And it's a fantastic thing because we are uh, what is called a teleological being. And that's a fancy word for saying we're target-oriented. If we see a target, we go for it. If we hear of a problem, we want to solve it. If a question is asked of us, we get to answer that question. So that is technique number seven, the problem solver. And I hope, especially if you're listening to this and you're in a bad place, just do that. Just try that out. Let that be the technique from this podcast that you're going to try in your life because I promise you're going to feel a lot better once you do it. Now, technique number eight. This one, wow, this is a powerful one. And I call it dear self technique. Okay. And this is where you write a letter to yourself. And I don't know if you're like me, but I've had problems of self-worth in the past. Like maybe I don't deserve all the success that I'm having. Maybe I'm not worthy of this fantastic family and this great business and this wonderful life. And you know what that said? That's horrible thinking because you do deserve it and you are worthy. I mean, you are a spectacular creation and The blood of the divine runs through you and you get to create this wonderful life and you have intrinsic value just because of the person that you are. But with that said, sometimes it wouldn't feel that way. So this technique, the dear self technique, what we do in this technique is you write a letter from you to yourself. And now I did this recently and I won't go too much into it on the podcast because I'll start to get emotional about it. I mean, but it was a very, very powerful experience that I did with QLM, which is the Quantum Leap Mastermind that Hal and John Berghoff have. It's fantastic. And if you'd like to find out more information about Quantum Leap Mastermind, just go to QLMMastermind.com. And it's really wonderful. But we sat out in the forest uh, near Cleveland, it's just one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. And this, in the the question that I put in my journal, and it was prompted by QLM, is what would your future self say to you? And now I imagined myself as an 85 year old human being, uh, closer to my deathbed, still not that close, but being extraordinarily accomplished and wonderful and kind, and having done all of the things that I have in my head that I want to do with my life. And I imagined this person and just channeled it through me and I started writing. And I don't want to sound corny on this. I don't want to sound uh, cliche or like I'm really out of there. But when I started writing, it was really my older self, my accomplished self, my idealized self that was writing to me. And it was profound and it was amazing. And And I I will just tell you now, I mean, it broke me down. I was crying over this and it was uh, kind of a cathartic emotional experience and it was really wonderful. So I still remember it. I still, I have it in my journal and I go back and reference it now and then. And something else, just real quick, a, a resource that you can use is when I have some profound journal pages or some things that I just really want to come back and revisit, I take a picture of it and just put it in Evernote. And 
That way I can look at my journal, I can reference it, I can pull it back because sometimes you just have some really great ideas or thoughts that you just want to reference. And that's the whole purpose for this. So that's what I did. And that is technique number eight, which is dear self. Woo, there's a lot of them here. Uh, I hope these have been helpful for you. Now, technique number nine. This is one that I like to do at the end of the day. And this is wonderful. Technique number nine is daily wins. And I'm sure you've heard this concept and it's fantastic. But as much as we've heard of this, most people still don't do it. And this for me helps me go to sleep at night. It closes the mental loops and uh, provides a really sound sleep at night. And if I don't do this, Oftentimes, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and think, oh, yeah, I need to do this or I need to do that or whatever. But this actually closes those mental loops and it's daily wins. And I try and write out pretty exhaustively like all of the wins that I had for the day. And it can be small things like, man, I ate right today or I did my exercising or I was a great dad and I showed up for that. But it's also professional. And if you've done something or if you've had a profound impact, I'm sure that Today, for instance, on my win list will be this podcast that I'm hoping is helping you, dear virtual friend on the other side of this voice and this listening device of whatever you're doing. Wow, technology is amazing. But I'm going to put this down that I was able to do a podcast going over journaling techniques for you. But you write down those wins. And I like to do it before I go to sleep. But I, I think that they're helpful most any time because they can help boost your confidence, help you feel better about the day. And if you're anything like me, like I would go through the day and think, dang, I didn't get anything done today. And then I will go to my list and my wins list and I'll start writing it out. And maybe I have to start small. Hey, I tied my shoes today, which is something else I don't do. I don't have shoes with uh, laces for the most part. But anyways, just an example. But then you start thinking about your day and you start writing it out and you realize that you've done a lot more for the day than, than maybe you thought you did. And that just has you feeling good. So that is something I definitely recommend. And especially if you're having some confidence issues or if you don't love the person that you see in the mirror every day, that's something I really recommend is technique number nine, the daily wins. And the last one that I'm sharing with you now, there actually are a lot more of these and I'm sure I'm going to, to share them in the mentorship class. But technique number 10 is something I got from a friend now, a unique and wonderful individual by the name of James Altisher. And it is called The Idea List. And this one really revolutionized a lot of things in my life. It, it made me a lot more money when I started it. And at the time, uh, before I did this, I was actually in a bit of a depression. And this is one of the things that helped me get out of the depression and just started a renaissance in my life. And it's The Idea List. And here's how it works. What you do is you come up with a topic, and the topic can be anything. Some of mine have included ways that I can make my spouse feel more special and loved and, uh, and wonderful in her life. Uh, another one might be books that I could write that would change the world. Uh, something I write a lot, this is one I, I keep coming back to once every several weeks, is what can I do to improve my life easily right now? And those are just examples of things that you can do. And they don't all have to be functional things like that. You could also be like a, 10 movies that I would like to make, you know, which you may not make at all, but it, it's just a really good exercise for your mind. But when you do that, you write down the topic, 
And what you want to do is come up with at least 10 ideas for that particular topic. You know, like ways to make my wife feel cherished or loved. One of the things that came out of that list is a 20-minute cleaning session for me every day that I clean up some before she gets home. And that's the kind of thing that makes her feel very loved and cherished. Or leaving notes everywhere for her, little post-it notes or, or things like that. You know, those are just examples of those ideas, but you want to come up with those. And I actually will often go to 20 ideas because I just really want to give my brain a workout. And that is the whole point of this, by the way, is to get your brain sweating. James talks about it and he says, it's just like a muscle in the gym. When you work it out, it gets better and better. And when you do it long enough, and James says it's about six months or so, you become an idea machine. Now doing this every day because your brain shifts. And it gets to become this magical thing that always knows what to do. And I love writing it down in my journal. And it is a great thinking exercise. Gosh, it just has me doing more and being more each and every day. And I love that because my brain is a lot more fit than it used to be going through this exercise. So I heartily recommend the idealist technique number 10. So that is it, guys uh, and gals. I just want you to know, I really appreciate this time. Those are 10 journaling techniques, and I hope you can come back to this and you can use it for a resource that maybe you can pass it on to other people. But what I'm hoping for this is that it made a difference in your life and that it can help your particular scribing slash journaling practice with this, something that's, that's helped with mine. And just real quickly, I'm going to give you a couple of resources, and then I'm going to challenge you, and then we can sign off for the day. But if you want to find out more about journaling and how to do it, Jim Rohn has been one of my greatest mentors on this. And you can go to YouTube and search for Jim Rohn, How to Use a Journal. Uh, There is a practice called The Morning Pages by Julia Cameron that you might want to take a look at. And we're going to put this down in the the resource notes on this page. So again, I encourage you to go to... um, Go to MiracleMorning.com, click on podcasts, and search for Chip Franks, and you'll find this one. Uh, If you're listening to it right after it comes out, it'll be right here at the top. But The Morning Pages by Julia Cameron, and she talks about basically how to clear out your soul and your mind every day by doing freestyle journaling. And it is more like the Dear Diary type of thing, stream of consciousness, just writing whatever comes to mind. And it's like a toothbrush for your soul. You know, just where you get to to take that off of your plate every day so you can be creative and be wonderful. So that's it. The Morning Pages by Julia Cameron. And then I'd also suggest going to bulletjournal.com with uh, Ryder Carroll. And he's actually been interviewed by Hal on this podcast, which is wonderful. And Hal's quote is like front and center on the website, which is really cool. So that's neat. And uh, his book is called The Bullet Journal Method. And I read that, and although I was already a voracious journaler, that taught me a lot about the techniques to keep my notes straight, to keep my to-do list, because I used to have a separate planner, and now I actually have my daily planning, my to-dos, everything in, in my journal, and he explains how to do that. So those are some resources you can use. And then lastly here, at the beginning of this, I asked that if this made sense, I would encourage you to make a commitment to try this. So if you're up for this and you want to do it, please give this a shot. And what I recommend is setting the bar really low and just saying, I'm going to journal for five minutes a day and just do it every day for this next week and see how it works for you. 
And if you've done it before and you've fallen off uh, of the habit, if you've never done it before, or if you do it every day, hopefully these uh, different techniques here will give you better ways to, to go about doing that. So that is it. That is my challenge to you. If any of this has made sense, give it a shot. And Hal and I, we talk about that a lot. And that is that it's very rare that a Facebook post or a blog article, or in this case, even a podcast can change your life. And the reason for it is not the lack of information that's given, but uh, we had this conversation with Pat Flynn out in San Diego, and I've termed it the educational investment. Now, Hal's entire concept of the Miracle Morning could be explained in a blog post, but if that were the case, most of the people, most of you who have actually started it or tried it or made it a way of life would not have done it because you don't have enough time or investment in the concept. Now, when you go further and you actually take action on something, of course, you're making more of an investment in this. So with this podcast and these particular journaling techniques and methods, what I encourage you to do is put more investment into it. Actually, listen to it again, write it down, figure out which of these techniques, if any, that you would like to use and start using them. And that's going to increase the educational investment you have on it. And it's going to increase the chance that something like this, that a voice coming through your mic, uh, through this microphone to your speakers is something that can actually change your life. So I encourage you to do that. And that, my friends, is your podcast on journaling techniques. Again, this is Chip Franks. And if you found this interesting, if you like this kind of thing, if you want this kind of thing in your life, especially coming from Hal Elrod, Hal freaking Elrod, the just one of the greatest human beings I know. And actually, I'll say this right now. Uh, Hal is everything that he portends to be on this podcast, in his books, on stages. He is all that and more in real life. And he actually walks the talk like no one else I've ever known. So you can feel very, very good about anything and everything that you get from Hal Elrod because he is just one of the most genuine human beings there are. And if you are interested in hearing more from him, hearing from him every week, not just in the podcast format, but something that will challenge you, something that goes into detail about ways, specific ways and methods to make your days your weeks, your months, and your years better, um, then you might want to give the mentorship a try. And again, if you want to get on that waiting list, it's MiracleLifeMentorship.com. Sign up for the waiting list and we will email you as soon as we have something on it. And it's not saying you'll get it, but it's just saying that you might want to find out more about it. So sign up there, MiracleLifeMentorship.com. And folks, this has been wonderful talking with you. I don't take this opportunity for granted. I love being able to reach you. And again, I hope that this has been helpful. I have so much appreciation for you and the type of person you are in listening to this. Thank you very much. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you. Today's episode is brought to you by the Best Year Ever Blueprint live experience. And if you are not familiar with the Best Year Ever Blueprint, that is one live event, the only live event that I have ever put on, that I put on every year with my good friend, John Berghoff. And it is happening this December 13th through 15th 
in San Diego, California. We do it every December, every year. Uh, this will be our sixth one, I believe. And it really is unlike any event you've ever been to. And go to the website and get details, watch videos, and grab your tickets. BestYearEverLive.com is the site. Again, BestYearEverLive, L-I-V-E.com is the website. And check it out. It really Unlike any other event, most events that I've been to, I listen to speakers and I take notes. And while there's value in that, I believe that the the value ultimately is not in what you learn, but it's in what you live. And that's what we do differently at Best Year Ever Live is rather than you just learning a bunch of stuff that you could you know, find in a book or on the internet or on this podcast, right? It's about what you experience. It's helping you tap into your greatest strengths, your deepest inner wisdom, and then get really clear not only on what you want, but what's holding you back. And then real time while you're there, having a group of 400 plus like-minded members of our community that are being led through the same process that you're led through to facilitate rapid growth and transformation so that when you leave the event, you literally are a different person. You are a better version of who you were when you arrived. So most events, you go, you get a bunch of information, and you leave kind of the same as you were when you arrived, but with a lot more information, like 10 pages of notes. Our event is very different. It's designed for you to experience that transformation and seeing what the better version, the best version of yourself looks like and experiencing that version of you while you're there so that when you leave, you don't just know what you need to do to create the best year of your life, but you literally have emerged. You've tapped into the best version of yourself that is capable of creating that life. So again, I think the words I just said don't do it justice, but if you go to bestyoureverlive.com, there are still some tickets left. And you're going to be hearing about the event between now and December. I mean, it is, you know, we just opened up ticket sales a few weeks ago and uh, I think we have 280 or 330. I actually don't know the number, but we've got quite a few hundred tickets already sold and there's still some left. So hopefully you can join me and John Burgoff and uh, our community in San Diego in December. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast.